We're honored that you come to be with us this morning and uh, looking forward to a great time in the Lord. Thank you for coming and I uh, want to invite you to come back and be with us again. And uh, due to the national holiday, there's a lot of people out celebrating today. And the holiday opened yesterday, the opening of deer season. So that is a national holiday. And uh, so ask the Lord to protect all of those who are uh, somewhere in a tree or in a blind this morning trying to uh, shoot Bambi. That uh, they'll have great success and uh, everything will work well with them and the Lord will bring them home safe. So uh, <clears throat> we are thankful that you are here today and uh, thankful that you have come to be with us in this house. Let's remember to pray for uh, Brother Myers and uh, Brother Hare, Brother Dixon, and uh, Brother Buck and Sister Powell. They are in desperate need of a touch from the Lord and ask the Lord to touch them and uh, give them help and give them strength today. Also, Brother Mark Landry, I was talking to his wife last night, and uh, they'd done a biopsy on uh, him, I think it was Wednesday, of, uh, and uh, they still did not have any information, and uh, so we need to pray that the Lord will help them get an answer. I know it's uh, bad to have something wrong with you, and then it's even worse to be waiting on an answer and not know what the outcome is going to be. So ask God to help them uh, have an answer, and Lord, let it be a good answer. Amen. And good results. And ask God to touch them and their family, and uh, they need help. They're in Houston, uh, uh, Brother Mark and his wife. Their family is here in Sealsby, so let's ask God to help them and uh, give them a touch. So why don't we just go to the Lord in prayer for that need this morning right now. God, you see the needs today, Lord. We know, Savior, that you are able. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, our hope is in you, God. Do the work today, God, and we'll give you the praise for it. We'll give you the glory for it. We know, God, that you are a miracle worker. You are help in the time of trouble, in the time of need, God, that you're always going to be there for us, Lord. Touch them today, God. Move in that situation, and we'll give you the praise for it. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We will uh, want to remember the kids' uh, musical coming up the 16th. And uh, so if your children are part of that, please be faithful to uh, practice. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Invite all of your in-laws, in outlaws, and bylaws. And uh, we're going to have a fun time uh, that Sunday night. And then after service, <coughs> we will be uh, feeding everyone. And uh, it'll all be free. And uh, we're looking forward to that. We're going to have a great time. Also... Uh, I'll be leaving us when service is over uh, this afternoon going to preach for Brother Ham over in Melville. Brother Duplessis will be here preaching uh, tonight. So uh, come to church tonight expecting a great move of the Holy Ghost. And uh, we're going to uh, Memphis Monday, be back 
uh, Tuesday night sometime, a lot of traveling going over there to a pastor's meeting. So pray for us that the Lord will be with us, protect us. At the conclusion, not at the end of service or not after service, but at the conclusion of service, we're going to be uh, dedicating Brother Nicholas to the Lord and uh, Brother John and Sister Jessica's baby. And uh, so good to have their family here in church with us today. Looking forward to that. If you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter number 5, verse number 21. I'll try my best to give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart today. And uh, <clears throat> so Genesis 5, starting in the book of Genesis, so I have a long ways to go to Revelations. There's a lot of stuff in between Genesis 5 and Revelation. So, Genesis chapter 5, verse number 21, the scripture said, And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him Lord bless you for standing you can be seated <coughs> amen I want to talk to you from this subject for a few moments this morning and uh, if you will allow me and help me a little bit just let me walk with the Lord just let me walk with the Lord I, I look back uh, on my life, and, and I'm sure that we can all look back at different uh, situations in our life and different problems that, that happened in our life, and there were turning points. And I thank God for turning points. They are, there are decision points that all of us must make in life. And uh, thank God that he would help us make the right decision and do the right thing. Uh, there has there's been many, many different messages that have affected me in my life and walking with God and uh, trying to, uh, to uh, be what God would help me to be and to accomplish the things that God would help me to accomplish. There has been three major uh, messages that, that come to me in, in the time uh, where I so desperately needed them. I believe it was given to the preacher by God, and I believe that it was just for me and made a difference in my life and helped me make right decisions. And uh, some, I guess it was about 21 years ago, I was in the midst of uh, major decisions in my life and going through one of the greatest trials of my life. And uh, we were in the church over, or we were having church over in the gym at that time. And, um, and I, I remember Brother Duplessis on a Sunday night preaching a message and uh, it was a decision point. It was a turning point in my life that affected me. And it, it affected me so much that it still affects me today. And uh, he was talking about 
Eni. And uh, his title for that, that message was, Just Keep Walking. And uh, I can remember sitting there that night and trying to uh, do the right thing when I did not actually know what the right thing was. And uh, trying to um, uh, make the right decisions in life when uh, a very, very young age at that time. And uh, I, I remember that, that message as uh, it changed me that night. And it has changed me uh, through the years from that uh, 21, some, uh, some 21 years ago until this day that it still affects me. And uh, I, I was reading about this and, and uh, looking into the Word of God and uh, the Lord started directing me in this way. I, I preach this a little bit different than what he had to say that night. But, but the scripture said that Enoch just walked with God. And uh, Brother Duplessy was talking this morning about accepting God. And uh, that, that could be just accepting a walk with God. There is a lot of people today that that has chosen different directions in their life of what they want to do in life and what they want to accomplish in life and what they want to be in life. And uh, sometimes in life people choose not to walk with God. And uh, they choose not to have God to walk with them. Uh, there is uh, a lot of atheists that are alive in the world today. And a lot of people say, oh, I, I don't believe in God. And I, I don't believe in the existence of a supreme being. Uh, but the old saying is that there is no dead atheist. There's only living atheist. Because as soon as you die, you find out for certainty that there is a God. Because you meet Him face to face. But I am a believer today. And I know that, that you are a believer or you would not be in this house today worshiping God. And uh, so it is important not only that we believe in the existence of God and uh, a supreme being, but it is important that we have uh, a relationship with God, that we have a walk with God. Enoch obtained the state of religious and spiritual excellence in a time, uh, if you want to say, there was no interpretation, there was no written revelation of, of what God was or who God was. It was just an experience that men had. Uh, here then we can see then, and we can only admire his relationship with God. When we look at Enoch, he did not have the Bible. He did not uh, have all the instructions. This was in the very beginning. In Genesis chapter 5, the book of beginnings, it was in the beginning of time. It was in the beginning of creation. It was the beginning of man. It was... We, we look back at uh, Cain and Abel and how, how did, did Abel know that he was to offer the blood sacrifice to God. It was just 
the unction of God on man that began to lead man. And there, there has always been a longing in the soul of man. Man was created. You were created. You were born with a, a void there. A void that a mother or a father or a companion could not feel. But you were born with a void that only God could feel. And uh, in, in every soul of man there is a hollow spot there that was set aside just for God and the importance of God in a man or a woman's life leading them and guiding them and directing them. A lot of people never, never want to admit it and they say I, I don't need God and I'm doing good without God and I'm doing well without God so I, I don't need God in my life but every person every person needs God in their life there's always going to be a void you can feel it or you can try to feel it with companionship you can try to fill the void with money you can try to fill the void uh, with your career you can try to fill the void with alcohol. You can try to fill the void with drugs. You can try to fill the void with all kinds of things that this world would offer you. But nothing will ever fill the void that was created by God for God. God breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul. And it was a soul that was, that was void until, until it accepted God, until it had God in their life. So here we find that Enoch sought God, not really having a lot of direction or a lot of understanding, but the Bible said that Enoch walked with God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 5 makes reference to the fact that by faith, by faith, this is the way that he walked with God. It was by his faith in God. And by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. If there's ever a testimony that I have. Amen. I want to have the testimony that I have pleased God. At the end of this journey. When I'm laying up here before this platform. In, a, in an old wooden box. I want them to be able to stand. And not say all the things that I have accomplished. And all uh, the assets that I had in life, but I want, I want somebody to say that He pleased God. Amen. That's what it's all about, church, is living a life that is pleasing to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We look at Noah's life, and this was a time where sin was rampant in the world. And uh, sin was so great that it disturbed God that He had even created man. 
Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9 says, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. In a generation that was godless. In a society that was godless. And truly today we are living in a wicked and a perverse and a godless society. In a godless time of, of even a God-fearing country. Amen. That, that one would make the statement that we're no longer a Christian nation. Amen. I, 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 I do not like that statement today. Amen. This, this country was found up, upon God and godly principles. Amen. And there's still a Christian. Amen. We are still a Christian nation today that fears God. And Noah was perfect in his generation. And this is what the Scripture had to say about him. And Noah walked with God. So the only way that we can live a holy and a dedicated and a consecrated life today is a walk with God. Amen. People say, oh, I can do what I want to on my own. I'm a grown man. Or I'm a grown woman. I go my own way. I do my own thing. The only way that you can live holy and you can live a godly life is to have a walk with God. Amen. A walk with God is important. It's not something that happens overnight. But it is something that you have to work on to develop in your life. Amen. Walking with God is is like a prayer life. You don't develop a prayer life. You don't wake up one morning and say, I'm, I, I'm a, I am a prayer warrior. But it is something that you develop over time. Amen. Of walking with God. A relationship with God. A commitment with God. Amen. Where you and God have, have a, a communion together. A relationship together. And it is something that we must work on. In the book of Luke, we find a, a story after the crucifixion of Jesus. And even after the resurrection, the scripture is telling us here that, that in, in uh, uh, Luke 24 and verse number 13, it says, And behold, two men, two of them, or excuse me, behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about threescore furlongs. And these two began to talk together. And they were discussing the activities that had recently happened with the crucifixion of Jesus. Their, their leader, their overseer, their their prophet, their provider. And uh, they were discussing uh, how these things happened. And no, no doubt saddened by uh, the death of their leader, the one that they had put so much faith in. And they were so dedicated to to follow him in three and a half years of his ministry here upon this earth. 
And so, as they were talking and walking along to the village called Emmaus, there, there was a stranger that began to come. And uh, he began to walk with them. And he began to talk with them. And as, as he talked with them, he said, Why? Why are you so saddened? Why? Why do you look so down and out? Why do you look so depressed? Why? Why are these things, uh, this countenance upon your face of depression and, and loneliness? And they said, Man, where have you been? Are you not from here? Do you not know the happenings of the recent days of what has gone on and what has taken place? So they begin to explain to him, not knowing that this was the one that they were longing for. And uh, they begin to explain to him the things that, that had happened and the things that had taken place in the last two or three days. And and as they began to, to get close to the city, uh, the village of Maus, and they began to go in, they offered him, or gave him the invitation to come in and, and eat with them and, and visit with them. So he walks in and he begins to sit down. And as he begins to break the bread, they understand in the way that he broke the bread, that this was the one that they were longing for. And all of a sudden, he vanishes out of their midst. And they no longer was able to visit with him. And they were beginning to go over this, this, uh, this time that they had with this stranger. And uh, as they begin to realize that this is Jesus, he has risen from the dead. And one of them looked at the other and he said, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way? And while he opened up to us the Scripture, did not our hearts burn within us as we walked with him? Amen. What I have come to preach to you this morning, that no matter what, goes on in life and no matter what happens in life just let me walk with the Lord amen as they begin to walk with him they realize that something was different amen I, I look at people that are backslidden in their life and they search in the darkness trying to find something that would fill the void in their life and and they're trying to feel that burning sensation that they once had amen with a relationship with God amen I want to tell you there is nothing like walking with God there is nothing that can compare to walking with him today there is nothing that will ever take the place of walking with Jesus Amen. Some have chosen a different direction to walk in walking away from Him. We look in John chapter 6, verses 65 through 69, tells us a story of Jesus preaching and teaching. And they all liked and they all enjoyed 
the times of coming and sitting down at the feet of Jesus when He would, when he would break the bread and feed them and then uh, when He would perform some great miracle and just amaze them, it was great to be part of Jesus' inside group. It was great to be called one of His disciples. It was great to have that feeling that I fit in with this prophet, this man called Jesus. But when He would start preaching, you would find that His preaching didn't always draw people to Him. But a lot of times, people started to leave and, and started to walk away from Him. People liked the experience. They liked the feeling. They liked they like the joy. They like the excitement. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty of really walking with Him, sometimes people choose to go another direction. Sometimes people choose to do something different in their life. Amen. So His disciples there that day, and He said unto them, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto Me except it were given unto him of my Father. And from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. They walked no more with him. They turned their back on him. And they quit walking with him. And then Jesus turned to his disciples and he looked at the twelve apostles and he said, Will ye go away also? And then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Where are we going to go, God? What direction should we go from here? What move should we make from here? But I tell you, the twelve disciples said, you can walk out if you want to. You can turn around and leave Him if you want to. But as for me, I'm going to keep on walking with the Lord. Amen. I come to tell somebody this morning. Amen. The world can do what it wants to. The world can do what it will. Amen. They can do what they want to in life. Amen. But you've got to have a made up mind. Jesus, just let me walk with you. Jesus, just let me hold you close. Jesus, just let me have an experience with you. Amen. Amen. We believe and are sure that Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Peter said, I don't know. I don't know about you. Amen. Enoch said, I don't care what the rest of the world does. Amen. But I felt that feeling. Amen. I know what it is to feel the power of the Holy Ghost today. I know what it is to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. I know what it feels like to feel forgiven. Amen. I know what it feels like to go down in that watery grave in the name of Jesus Christ and come up a brand new creature. I know what it is.
is to be carried away in the Spirit. The Apostle Paul said, if I told you the things that I have seen, you would think that I was a madman because I've been carried away in the Spirit before. Amen. I can't explain all there is about God and this experience with God, but I can tell you of a certainty today that it's just what you're looking for. It's just what you're searching for. It's just what you're hungry for. Just a little walk with Jesus will make your life complete this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter said, I know what it is to sit at the feet of Jesus. I know what it is to experience His Word. Amen. I know, and some of you in this place today know what it is to feel the presence of God. You know what it is to experience the glory and the power of God in your life. Amen. Why not walk with Him? Amen. Why turn your back on Him? Why say I don't want anything to do with Him? Why don't you accept Him into your life today? Why don't you say, hey God, I don't want to walk another day without You. I don't want to spend another night without You. I don't want to have another moment without You, God. Because you have the word of eternal life. Amen. Tell you the truth this morning. I, I, this is exactly what I was going to preach Sunday night. But God didn't move in that way just to hold this to this morning. Because somebody in this place right now needs to hear what God is saying to you today. The world would pull you in different directions. The world would move you. I got the night, the 25th of 2011 on my notes of when I was going to preach this, which would have been last Sunday night. But God moved in a different way because God knew that somebody, I know it's a little quiet this morning, but God's about to move in this house in somebody's life today. God is wanting to break the chains off of your life today. God is in this place saying, why don't you just walk with me a little bit? Why don't you take my hand and let me put my arm back around you. It's been there before. Amen. You know what it feels like to have God there with you. But why don't you allow God to lead you? Why don't you allow God to help you today? Young person, listen at me. The devil will try to entice you to walk another path. The devil will try to entice you to walk another road. The devil will try to entice you to go a different direction. Amen. But there is nothing that will ever take the place of walking with God. Amen. I want to tell you there is nothing that I have ever experienced in my life that ever compares to the time that I've been walking 
and helping me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where are you running to today? Where are you headed in life? This is not all there is to life. Just the air that you're breathing. The time that you are enjoying here. There's going to be a time where you're going to be laying flat on your back and you're going to be about to cross that chilly Jordan. And then, who are you going to turn to? And who are you going to run to? And who are you going to cry to? And who are you going to reach out to? And who are you going to respond to? And who are you going to say, No, you can't say God. I don't believe in God. I don't need God's help. But I want to tell you, you will be crying out for Him. You will be crying out for help. But why wait so long? Why let another day pass? Why let another moment pass when you can lift up your hands and surrender and say, God, just let me walk with you. Hallelujah. 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 Just let me walk with you, Lord. Just let me walk with you, Lord. Wouldn't you like to feel that feeling again? Wouldn't you like to have that experience again? Wouldn't you like to enjoy the presence of the Lord all over again in your life. What do people do without God? Who do you call on when you don't have God? Who do you reach for when you're in trouble and you don't have God? Where are you going to go if you quit walking with God? Amen. I've heard people make the statement, well, I'm just about to backslide. I'm thinking about quitting. I'm thinking about... You're thinking about what? Did not your heart burn with inside you when you walk with Him? And when you talk with Him, and when you worship with Him, and you enjoyed His presence, did not something just burn? Amen. Did not something just happen on the inside of you? Amen. Those two disciples on their way to Emmaus could not explain it, but they knew something was different about this man. Our hearts was on fire. Our hearts was burning. Amen. We felt that same spirit that we felt before walking with Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just let me walk with you. Enoch got ridiculed, no doubt. He got made fun of. People laughed at him and his belief. But he just kept on walking with God. He said, God, just whatever they do or whatever they say or whatever happens, just let me walk with you. 
and he just kept on walking and one day his steps just got a little higher and a little higher and a little higher and the Bible says Enoch was not for God took him he did not see death there's things that you won't have to go through in life if you walk with God you can lay on your deathbed in peace if you walk with God. I've seen people die in both situations. I've seen people die that was walking with God. Amen. I looked at my mother laying on her deathbed. Never had any kind of medication to knock her out. Never had anything done. And she laid on her deathbed. She didn't see boogers. She didn't see devils. She didn't see demons. She just took one breath, which was her last in this world, and woke up in a glory world. Her testimony was, the journey has been worth it. My walk with God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change with anybody in the experience that I had with God. Amen. I've seen people where they had to put them out because they're seeing things coming and getting them and, and things attacking them and things work. Why? I want to be able to lay down in peace and know, hey, this is not my first rodeo. This is not my first day, but I walk with God. And I just kept on a walking. I went to sleep in this world and I woke up in the glory world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Noah, in the midst of opposition, just kept on walking with God. And he pleased him. And God found favor. If you would today, every head bowed, every eye closed, I want you right now just to say a little prayer to God. If you are here and don't know God and the power of the Holy Ghost, you've never walked with Him. I want you to reach out to Him right now. If you're here today and may be a backslider that knows what the Holy Ghost is and knows the experience, that you once had with God. I want you to be honest with yourself. Has there ever been a time where you were in some situation or you were laying on your bed in the middle of the night and there's just a longing that is there? There's just a void. You've tried to feel it. You've tried to do everything you could to ignore it. But there's a void that is there. Has there ever been a time in your life where you laid there and you thought about, if I don't wake up in the morning, where will I spend eternity? I think that we've all 
had those thoughts before about eternity but if you have not as you have your eyes closed and your head bowed right now why don't you think about it just a moment where are you going to spend eternity are you walking with God are you walking with God today or have you turned and went in the opposite direction as we all stand I want them to sing this song let me walk with you Jesus Let's reach out to God right you, now, church. Jesus. Reach out to the Lord. Lord, just let me walk with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody in this place today that wants to step out from behind your pew and say, let me walk with you, Jesus? I just want to walk with you, God. You might be walking with Him and you just want to remind Him, Hey God, I want to walk with You. Don't leave me alone, God. Don't ever leave me by myself. Let me walk with You, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Anybody want to walk with the Lord today? Anybody want to walk with the Lord today? Oh, mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God. We need you today, Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Have you ever been on the mountain with Jesus before? You want to feel that spirit again? You want to feel that feeling again? want to be able to enjoy that peace again. Oh, it's in this house today. You can have it today. You can have it today. You just need to reach out your hands to heaven and say, here God, here I am. Let me walk with you. Let me walk with you, Jesus. Would you come today? Come on, church. Let's gather around this front right now. Would you come today? Would you allow God to do something in your life this morning? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I can't make it by myself. I don't have the answers, God. I don't have the answers, God. I don't know what to do. I don't know what turn to make, God. But just let me walk with you. Let me walk with you. Come on, church. Reach out to the Lord today. Reach out to the Lord today. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. We need you in this house right now. Touch every heart, God. Touch every soul, God. Move in every life today, God. 